Welcome to Inside Out Leadership. I'm your host, Rob Holman. Now listen, you could be doing a variety of different things, hanging out with a variety of different people, but you've chosen in this moment and in this time to spend with me, to learn about my Inside Out Leadership philosophy and principles. And for that, I'm honored. So honored that I want to let you in on a special opportunity. Are you a speaker, an author? Do you have a message that you believe the world desperately needs to hear? If that's you, I want to encourage you to formally be a part of my world-class speaker community called the Get Paid to Speak Bootcamp. Go to www.robholman.com forward slash GPS to learn more. Every person on this planet has a story to tell, something that makes them unique, adding to the whole. This is what Madison Taylor said, and I couldn't agree more. You know, a fundamental quality of all humans is that we want to feel like we're on a journey with others, not alone. This extraordinary desire to bond is what makes us human, and it creates an opportunity for presence. As a matter of fact, most people want to believe that they're a part of something larger than themselves. When we share personal stories, there's an exchange of life. Although each story is distinct, there's a shared bond that knits us together for the common good. This is what makes us human. When we begin to perceive our humanity together, we share a deeper and greater connectedness. I'm on a mission to interview the world's greatest inside-out leaders in 2022. Season two focus has everything to do with me interviewing these leaders. But getting to know them and their personal story and how their personal story has contributed to their outer work of influence. Matter of fact, I start season two by sharing a recent personal story of my own. How it impacted me, how it shaped me. And how similar stories, your story, can shape and impact you. And as a natural result, shape and impact other people. My family experienced our aunt passing away not too long ago. I had the honor to officiate the memorial service. And it was a meaningful time, a reflective time, a celebratory time of her life. Immediately following the service, many of the family members and close friends proceeded to go to a local restaurant where we were ready to embark on furthering a conversation to honor the life of my aunt. You can imagine a buffet style with a lot of different people. We put the tables together. It certainly was an intimate time. It was, a, it was a real meaningful time, a helpful time for all of us as we were in the grieving process. About two-thirds of the way through the meal, my wife gets my attention and my 13-year-old boy certainly had some, some problem going on and certainly it had my attention at that time and his mouth was burning. Whenever my, my son's mouth is burning, we're cautioned, we're alarmed because ever since he was young, real young, he's had a severe nut allergy, 
namely peanuts. It's not a foreign thing for us to carry around an EpiPen wherever we go, just in case. So as my son's mouth is burning, we begin to go with plan A. And plan A typically is give him some Benadryl to help ease the pain and take down the allergy. And as we were trying to get the pills ready, it wasn't working. The situation was becoming exacerbated by increased hives on the inside of his mouth, as well as his throat was beginning to close up. The feeling in the sense that someone almost had a chokehold on him and he could barely breathe. Panic was setting in. Fear. Anxiety. Have you ever felt like that before? In a situation, whether it be yourself, close family member or friend, where things are increasing, the challenges, the trials, the tribulations seem to be closing in on you. And the more that you try to control the situation, the less control you actually feel that you have. Well, that was us. And at that time, the look on my wife's face said it all. It's enough of trying the Benadryl. We need to apply the EpiPen. Rob, come out with me in the hallway, away from the crowds of people and even the intimate family. And I did just that. At this particular time, the three of us, my wife, my 13-year-old, and myself, we went out and stride with each other to the hallway. At that particular time, my wife, is she, she gets the EpiPen out and she takes off the one side, takes off the second side. I hold my, my son and she begins to swing her arm and apply it through the clothes into the thigh. Ow! He says. As she proceeds to rub his leg and I begin to go down carefully from up on two feet down to the ground with my boy. What you might need to know is whenever you apply an EpiPen, you're immediately supposed to call 911 because if the EpiPen does not kick in, it does not work, there are precious wasted minutes that could cost him his life. Thankfully, the EpiPen, along with the rest of the family praying for him, it relieved him of the tension and the entanglement around his throat. However, the ambulance was on their way and they arrived and they took his vitals. And his vitals seemingly were okay as well. But there was enough of a reaction to where they said, we're going to take him to the ambulance, to the emergency room. Who wants to come? And Karen, my wife and I look at each other. Who's going to go? And I said, why don't you go? I'll stay with the other two kids and the rest of the family. She hops in the ambulance. They go off to the hospital. I stay back, continue to pray and update the rest of the family with what transpired. I'm in touch now via text with my wife of what's happening. An hour goes by, two hours go by, four hours go by. He's throwing up violently. His body's responding and reacting to this invader through the intake of peanuts with not even knowing what had happened throughout the course of the meal. 
Thankfully, after a five-hour stop at the emergency room in the hospital, they say he's okay to be picked up. I, along with my other two kids, pick up my wife, my 13-year-old. He ends up being okay. Let me tell you, if you've ever experienced something like that, where someone that you care deeply about, their life is on the line, and you're doing everything you know what and how to do, but you feel out of control. Whether it's an extreme set of circumstances that you or someone that you know have been through, or it's not as extreme, but you've tasted of it, you've experienced something to where it's shaken you at your core. Here's what it did for me. Here's what it did for my entire family. It awakened us. It awakened me. I've always loved my boy, but I love him in a deeper way, more significant way than I ever have before. My heart to serve him, to serve my family has never been so great. Not to mention serve others within my sphere of influence. Be encouraged today that whatever you go through, of course, we never want the challenges, the trials, the tribulations to happen. But when they do, there's always an opportunity to become more aware of who we are, our uniqueness, our significance, as well as the uniqueness and the significance of those closest to us. And when we're awakened, we can begin to awaken other people in a way that we can never even imagine. Be encouraged, even in the midst of challenges, that there in fact is an opportunity that awaits you, an opportunity for personal growth, leadership growth, and community growth from the inside out. <laughs>